BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. Four more Iowa State football players, three more Iowa Hawkeye players have been charged in the state's investigation into sports betting. There's all kinds of allegations that several athletes have been placing bets on games in which they played. It's unbelievable. Criminal complaints were filed yesterday in district courts for uh, these counties that they're in, and the players face the charge of tampering with records. That's an aggravated misdemeanor. They concealed their identity in their electronic wagering activities. The group includes Iowa State running back uh, Jareel Brock and three teammates with starting experience. One of them's offensive tackle Jake Remsburg, allegedly. Defensive tackle Isaiah Lee, allegedly. And tight end Deshaun Hanika, allegedly. Iowa wide receiver Jack Johnson allegedly was also charged, as were former Iowa players Arlan Bruce the Fourth allegedly and Ridgie Bracy allegedly, who transferred from Oak State and Troy respectively. They had a student manager that was charged as well. All four Cyclone athletes charged yesterday have not been participating in practice. Oklahoma State said that Bruce allegedly had been practicing with the team this month. Iowa had no comment on Johnson other than to say they're cooperating with investigators. The charges carry a maximum sentence of up to two years in prison and fines ranging from around 850 bucks to 800 or rather 8,540 bucks. According to the NCAA's guidelines, athletes who wager on their own sports or others at their school can face permanent loss of eligibility. They'll be done playing. Another group of Iowa State and Iowa athletes were charged earlier in the month in the state's investigation, including the projected starting quarterback Hunter Deckers at ISU. More than a dozen athletes have now been charged in the probe. The school, Iowa State, said since becoming aware of the potential NCAA eligibility issues related to sports gambling by several of our student athletes back in May, the school has been actively working to address these issues with the involved student athletes, and that process is ongoing. We'll continue to support our student athletes as our compliance staff works with the NCAA to sort out questions surrounding their future eligibility for athletic competition. 
According to records, Brock made 1,327 online bets, totaling more than 12,000 bucks under a DraftKings account associated with a non-athlete. His wagers included three games in which he played in last year against Iowa, K-State, and Texas Tech. Brock allegedly made 13 wagers on ISU basketball games as well. He's been held out of their preseason practices this month for undisclosed reasons. Gee, I wonder what those are. Uh, Like all the problems he's having, maybe? Bruce and Bracey are alleged to have worked together in placing wagers while they were underage using a DraftKings account registered to someone else who is over 21. Bruce started a wide receiver the last couple of seasons, allegedly made 11 bets on games he played in during the 21 season and eight games he played in during the 22 season. He allegedly made 132 bets, totaling more than $4,300. And according to records, Bruce bet the under points total in a 22 game against Northwestern and in the 22 Music City Bowl against Kentucky. As for Bracey, he appeared in 14 games for the Hawkeyes. He allegedly made 66 bets, totaling over $700 while he was underage. Those bets were uh, involving games that he played against Michigan and South Dakota State last season. Now, he's at Troy, and they have suspended him from all team-related activities as a result of the allegations against him. As for Lee... The defensive lineman at Iowa State, he's accused of uh, betting on a FanDuel account registered to his fiance, including 21 involving 12 Iowa State games in which he played in during the 21 and 22 seasons. He made a money line bet on Texas against Iowa State in a 21 game that Iowa State won 30 to 7. As for records on Hanukkah, he used his mom's DraftKings account to play 70 wagers on Iowa State basketball games and 288 mobile online bets totaling more than $1,200. Remsburg used his mom's online account to make 273 wagers with six NCAA events involved in those bets. He told the investigators he made the bets under his mom's name to avoid penalties with the NCAA and that he was aware of the rules prohibiting athletes from gambling. His attorney said that Hanukkah will enter a not guilty plea. As for Johnson, he's accused of making bets under his mom's DraftKings account, including two Iowa games, one in 21, one in 22. He didn't play in those games. He allegedly made over 380 bets, totaling more than 1,800 bucks while he was underage. O'Brien, who's the trainer, allegedly accused of making more than 350 bets while he was underage using his mom's FanDuel account, including three on Iowa football games while he was on the staff last season. I mean, this stuff is absolutely crazy. And the thing about it is, You know it's not the only schools that it's happening at. I mean, honestly, think about it. How many uh, student athletes are doing the exact same thing, using their mom's account, and their mother would no more bet on one of those sportsbook accounts and fly a kite, and they use her account while they're doing the betting on it. And at the same time, several of them are underage doing it. 
Don't think for one minute that it's not happening in droves everywhere else, like all over the country. I bet it's happening. I would literally bet that it's happening at every single school in the country. I mean, honestly, who's to say that it isn't? Everyone everywhere is betting. It's just a simple fact. As for what else is going on in college football, obviously realignment. So as Stanford and Cal wait on the ACC about joining the conference, the Mountain West is standing ready to respond as everything else kind of falls apart or falls into place for them. After the collapse of the Pac-12, the Mountain West is in a position where they could uh, land some of these Pac-12 schools, maybe all four, Cal, Stanford, Oregon State, and Washington State. The Mountain West Commissioner Gloria Navarro said it's about what's happening with the ACC or whoever Cal and Stanford are talking to. A lot of people think if Cal and Stanford go to the ACC that Oregon State and Washington State would move to the Mountain West with immediacy. But if they don't join the ACC, Cal and Stanford, nobody knows what's going to happen. The commissioner said a lot of it is just trying to sort uh, the fact from fiction out there. There's just so much info about what's going on, and not all of it is true from my perspective. It's been a matter of connecting with our athletic directors and presidents and contacts that I have in the industry to try to provide the board with the best info that's out there. The American Athletic Conference would also be interested in adding all four or some of those Pac-12 schools. The Mountain West is obviously uh, considering all kinds of possibilities, including if Stanford and Cal belong to the Mountain West in all sports other than football. That could happen if Stanford and Cal were to choose to go independent in football or find a Power Five conference to join as a football-only member. She said, we certainly have precedent for that because Hawaii is an affiliate football-only member currently. We're open to everything. Nothing is being shut down at this point. There are rumors that uh, the possibility Cal and Stanford might not be interested in being full-fledged members of the Mountain West. Like, not being up to their academic standards as the other schools, how they fall into line with that and the current conference members, what they do academically. I mean, Berkeley and Palo Alto are just rock star status schools as far as education. You can't even get into those schools. Even if you have a perfect score on your SAT, they tell people no. Now, what about the possibility of the Pac-12 and Mountain West merging? The league's got a 108-year history. They got more of a brand than the 25-year-old Mountain West. Navarra said that uh, there's just so many questions that have to be asked and answered, but you go back to how great the Pac-12 is and was. Think about all the assets, the brand, the Student Athlete Health Summit, all the great things they've done. It breaks my heart that those things are in jeopardy. I mean, look at it this way. The Pac-12 would have to have a huge media rights deal lined up that guarantees a massive improvement from the current Mountain West deal for anything crazy to happen. The Pac-12 doesn't have a TV deal, nor do they have one in sight. Navarro said it's tough getting nine to vote on a football schedule, let alone the 
dissolution of a sure thing to go forward and uh, it's kind of a speculative thing at this point I think that's why our exit fees are what they are it's 35 million and our voting thresholds that's what they're designed for like it's really hard to break out of the conference to do something else if there is a will of nine that means that there's a better thing out there nine of the 12 would have to say we're out of here Stanford's coach Troy Taylor said uh, he expects the Cardinal to remain at the highest level of college football. He said, quote, I think the players that committed to us and came here, they want to play power five football. And that's our intention with this university. I can't imagine anything else. Honestly, in my opinion, what's happened this summer in college football is ruining college football. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 Brand Spark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated.